Welcome back to Mastering You with Matt Sutton, the lifestyle performance podcast that helps people live what we call at LPT, a triple H life. That is a healthier, happier, higher performing life. The way that we do that is we talk to experts, people that have achieved self-mastery in their life so that you can apply the same principles and strategies into yours. So if you're into fitness, health, wellness, or you're just a personal development junkie like me, then you're going to absolutely love mastering you. Make sure you tune in each week, hit subscribe on your favorite platform. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode of Mastering You. Okay, welcome back to Mastering You Guys. Uh, we have another, definitely another mastery episode. Today I'm talking to Carrie Schmidt. Carrie is the founder and CEO of Infinite Solutions. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. And she is a transformational life and business success coach. Uh, she recently, I think it was 44 days ago, released her first book. Massive congrats to that. We'll get into that. The name of the book was Behind the Screen, which teaches a seven-step life timeline system of transformation to help readers connect to their power, uh, passion, and purpose. Carrie's vision is to reach, teach, and transform over one million lives globally by helping raise human consciousness and mental health awareness. Carrie, welcome to Mastering You. Hey, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, super excited um, to have you on. We had a, a little chat beforehand, and there's some big topics that I think will really help people um, and provide lots of value. The first big question I have is, is around your book, really. When you say behind the screen, what, what is the screen? What are we talking about here? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, the screen is your lens of life. It's how you view your outside world, how you view other people, how you think those other people view you and how you view yourself. And realistically, our life is based upon our perceptions. So the screen is kind of your perception of life, but it's also the veil of reality between your conscious and subconscious mind. And what most people don't realize is that our subconscious mind operates our body 95% of the time. So essentially we are, I like to say in the book, we're a because we just go through the day-to-day -day transactions of life. Maybe you wake up at a certain time, you go to work, you know, you come home, you eat, you do the dishes, whatever it is you do. And then you go on with the day and it's kind of like we just live in this matrix, right? Um, so I like to teach people how to get behind the screen, go into your subconscious programming and figure out where there might be faulty programs installed from your childhood. And we don't realize as adults how much we exhibit these unconscious behavior patterns and self-sabotaging um, self-sabotaging beliefs and patterns that affect our results in life. So I help people become conscious of that overcome their subconscious programming and reprogram their mind so that they can actually manifest a life that they love, whether it's in their health and well-being, love and relationships, your career. I mean, your mindset affects 
every part of your life. So the goal is to really raise your level of consciousness to understand how your thoughts and feelings are um, driving either your actions or reactions in life. Yeah, this, this is it's a big topic. It's, it's a hard one to sometimes get if, if you're new, like if you're, let's say you've just found mastering you today, you just found this podcast and you're listening. Um, and maybe you've never really delved into mindset and, and sort of personal development before. This can be quite a hard thing to understand for people kind of because and we, we do see it a lot of the LPT where people will come to us and you know, they're, they're maybe struggling with a certain new habit that we're trying to help them install a new behavior. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it can be a real, a real challenge for them. And so, you know, for some people, we have to sort of step back and say, well, there's probably a few more depths of level that we need to go down in order for you to make this certain change um, a habit in your life. And that can be looking at you, you know, past experiences that can be looking at what your beliefs are around certain strategies, particularly when it comes to health, nutrition, and, and dieting. That there's there's so much <laughs> craziness in, in the world with quick fix approaches. That you know, and also just belief systems around what people have seen when they're, they're maybe seen on the magazine or in social media, and X Y Z person lost. X, you know, three dress sizes in two weeks and all of these things. And so trying to kind of reprogram that and get people, I guess, how you would put it out of the matrix, it could be quite challenging. What, what, how would you suggest, like, this is a different type of question, I suppose, than what I'd normally ask. As a coach myself, how, how would you approach that if you were in my position? Um, so the first thing you have to do is just start with today. Every single day is a brand new opportunity to change, to make a difference, to do something different. And I believe that as human beings, we become conditioned in our way of living. Like you said, you know, your belief systems around food, around exercise, around judgment and criticism. I like to say mental health is the most important health because it affects everything. In fact, disease manifests in your energetic body before it actually, you know, shows up physically. And that's a scientific approach. But to make a long story short, you have to start with today and just determine what is it that you want to do? You know, if, I, if you want to lose weight, if you want to look better, why? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to look better? You know, because I feel like we have these voids that we're always trying to fill these voids in certain areas. And you have to understand the root cause. Why do I even have a void that I'm trying to fill? Mm. And maybe that's with emotional eating. So you have to start to notice your way of thinking, which creates your feelings And then your feelings are these emotional reactions or triggers that, you know, you get upset or you get sad. So you go grab a bag of potato chips and you go sit down and you eat, but you're unconsciously eating, you know, it's just, it's, you're, you're filling a void, um, with this food or with this drug or with alcohol or whatever it might be. And I think people need to, um, get more clear of what they're doing 
And the first step is to start to notice your way of thinking. Because like I, I like to teach people the law of cause and effect. Your thoughts create your feelings. So to, to break this down in simplistic terms, your brain is a supercomputer. It sends electrical signals, okay? So a thought sends off these electrical signals that then generates these neurotransmitters, which send chemicals and hormones into your body that creates your feelings, okay? So you think, you know... Um, my boyfriend, you know, made me mad. And so I feel, oh, I feel angry or upset or whatever it is. And I'm, that feeling is going to cause me to act or react in a certain way. And that's the key. It's, it's, it's understanding your way of acting or reacting that creates your results. So your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions and your actions create your results. So if you're not happy with your results in life, what do you need to do? You got to go back and look at your way of thinking and start to become observant of how you, this very powerful being in this physical body, are operating your body. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's through the foods that you eat, the um, media you watch or consume, you know, the exercise you partake in or not. A lot of people, they work really hard and stressful jobs, get off of work. And instead of going and exercising, they'll have a glass of wine. Okay. And then, you know, those things just add up over time. And then over time you get these particular results in life that you might not be happy with. So then you have to go back and start to become more conscious of your way of carrying out these daily activities. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. I, I, I like to play devil's advocate. So like, obviously you, you, there'll be people listening and they'll be like, yeah, I get that. Um, but in the moment, you know, cause obviously you, we talk about them as like self-sabotaging behaviors, right? When we, we have a stressful day and, you know, instead of like, you just use that example of instead of hitting the gym or doing the exercise session, it's, you know, the, the wine comes out. Um, but people will sometimes say, yeah, but I, I am conscious. I am thinking that I do want the wine. So how do you, how do you explain to them that there's probably a level of programming? Yes, you want it, of course, because that's your response to a, a stress stimulus. Mm -hmm. And obviously that the brain always wants the comfort. So if it helps hormonally, you bring that feeling of, of relaxation down then you're going to want that. So that would that be how you would sort of explain that to someone? Yeah. And that's your subconscious program. So, you know, it's the, it's the stimulus, right? So it's the, it's the stress and my body has been programmed because I've done it so many times that I'll smoke a cigarette or I'll get a glass of wine or whatever it is. And to your subconscious mind, it's saying, oh, this is, this is calming me. Right. But, um, it's because you've programmed yourself to do that, you know, mm -hmm. before you drank or before you smoked or whatever your body, um, it's, 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 
it's such an intricate system, our body and, and the brain. I was on a podcast last night with a gentleman and we were talking about the brain, but you also have over 40,000 sensory neurites in your heart, which means you have neurons in your heart and you also have them in your gut. So it's not just our brain, it's our whole central nervous system. And that is, that's, that's what we're working with here. So when you get into a certain pattern, a certain way of eating, thinking, acting, you have to override that programming in order to change your results. And to and do that, that's just about having that level, higher level of consciousness. Yes. Yep. You raise your level of consciousness. What does that mean? That means instead of me being stuck in this program and just reacting, okay, I'm able to take a step back, breathe, pause, and become an observer of myself. And when I become an observer of myself, that's when I gain the power to make a different decision, to make a choice not to have that glass of wine, instead, go put on my tennis shoes and go for a walk, or consciously say, I'm not going to have that cigarette, and instead, I'm going to do something else. But you have to replace that um, typical behavior pattern with something else that is more positive and serving because the science behind our supercomputer system in our body is that when you fire and wire nerve cells that fire wire together. So you literally create these neuro pathways in your brain. And that's how your subconscious program works. It's like I tell in my book about um, when you're a kid and you learn how to tie your shoes, when you first learn how to tie your shoes, somebody has to show you and then you have to try it and repetition finally you'll be able to do it now we tie our shoes without ever having to think about it at all that's because we have programmed our subconscious mind now knows the quickest easiest way to tie the shoes without us having to consciously think about it it's the same way with driving our car putting on makeup brushing your teeth whatever it is so in essence to take that and the, the simple aspect to the more complicated aspect of I want to change these results in my life. Well, you got to go back and you got to reprogram your way of thinking, feeling, and acting to achieve a better result. And when you say go back, are you what specifically do you mean? Well, give me an example of how that would look. Um, so it's, it's, it's noticing what you're noticing first, gaining that level of awareness to start to notice that, okay, I do have this behavior pattern that I know I need to change because this behavior pattern is not contributing to positive results in my life. That's actually step one of my seven step system transformation. It's tag it. Okay. I know I've got, I've got an issue. I'm going to tag it today on my life timeline because from birth until today is my life timeline. It's, it's, it's linear, right? So we picked up these programs at certain inception points on our life timeline. Mm. So the first step is to tag it. Step so two you, is but when you say tag it, do you mean to tag it at the point in your life timeline when you can establish that first started to occur or just just telling this telling yourself the truth that this this is a habit that you're that you're finding that is just not contributing towards your life at the moment i've identified and i'm aware that i have an unconscious behavior pattern that i want to shift right okay. so i'm tagging it today yeah okay so i'm going to mark down today's date and i'm going to say okay today i know that i do this and i want to overcome it great 
Now I'm going to challenge you to go back in your memory bank in your subconscious program and identify when was the first time that I was introduced to this behavior. Either I observed it, someone around me, you know, how did it become a part of my way of thinking or, or behavior? And usually it'll go back to childhood or adolescence or some point where you picked up this or you're identifying this way of behaving. Okay. So that is remember it. And, you know, I use this for relationships. A lot of times we repeat the same patterns in relationships, but another aspect that you have to understand is everything's energy. And so energetically, we, the, the universe is electromagnetic. So energetically we attract and resonate and even repel certain energies. So we, you know, the people you surround yourself with, they're energetic beings, Okay. Yeah. Um, so you have to understand everything's energy. So when you go back and remember, okay, now I identified at this age, this was, you know, introduced to me. This is when my faulty program was installed and it's okay. You know, a lot of times it's out of our control. We, we can't control what happens to us when we're kids or younger. Step three is you have to feel the emotions that you felt back then, because what we are not taught when we're young is emotional intelligence mm. and the importance of processing emotions. What's emotions? It's energy in motion, or it can become stuck energy. So a lot of us have um, suppressed, you know, these emotional triggers and reactions, and they stay with us energetically. So you need to go back and feel how you felt then and kind of just identify step four is to flip it a lot of times like i said in the beginning our screen your perception of life might be biased you know we walk around with these blinders on and we don't see the other side um, we also go through seasons for a reason in life that we may not understand we can't understand but I, I believe energetically, we are here to evolve, transcend, and, and spiritually learn and grow and evolve. Um, so sometimes you have to flip your perspective from back then of whatever the scenario was and see it from a different perspective, see it through a different lens. How would you do that? By writing it down, by doing visualization, or... It, it, it depends whatever works for the person because everybody's cool. kind of different. So, you know, maybe you journal it, maybe you talk with somebody about it. You know, that's why coaching is so important is because a coach yeah. can help you kind of ask those questions and get you to think from a different perspective. Um, and then step five is to release it. So you have to release that energy. It's, it's, it's your bio field holds uh, your energy. Okay. And that's, that's another thing from like a holistic, um, perspective that I think people in the Western world in the United States, we are not taught the chakra system and, you know, all of the amazing aspects of our body energy meridians. Um, so long story short, you have to release that energy from the past 
so that you can move into step six, which is reprogram. And that's where the fun part takes place is, okay, I've processed the crap from the past. And now I'm conscious in my being that I can change. I don't have to continue to repeat these faulty programs in my life because today is the day. It's our opportunity, this present moment, every single moment that you can raise your level of awareness to your power, you can override the program, reprogram what it is you want to do. You know, you do those through affirmations and there's so many different ways that you can reprogram your mind. And then step seven is to resonate in the energy of that, which you want to attract because people, you know, understand the law of attraction as far as visualization goes, what they leave out is the law of resonance, which is energy, vibration, and frequency. That's the root of life. Right. Nice. 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 Okay. Out of these seven steps, is there, um, I guess my, my guess is it's the, this getting started, but what's the biggest what's the step that most people struggle with the most? Um, <clears throat> I would say releasing, you know, it's, it's, it's that form of energetic release because if you have a program that's been running on autopilot for 30 years, you can't just, you know, say, okay, I'm going to do this one thing and it's just going to go away. Um, I talk about the 2190 rule takes 21 days to, break a habit 90 days to reprogram your way of thinking. That's why a lot of coaching programs are 12 weeks um, because you it's repetition. It's, it's, it's firing and wiring new nerve cells. So if you think about your brain as being like um, a riverbed and the river has been running this way for so long, well, now you have to divert that riverbed somewhere else. So it's going to take time. It's going to take continuous, consistent action on a daily basis to reprogram but you can do it and that's that's the most beautiful thing is once you start reprogramming then it becomes a habit and now you have a new healthy habit so someone that's built up let's say bad habits or or just habits that aren't really contributing towards their biggest highest level of 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 their life that they, they can you know their highest version of themselves are you sort of saying that within 60, 90 days, they, they, they can have a massive impact on reversing many of those patterns of behavior? If, if you do the work. If you do it the work. Takes, it takes daily. And, and, and what, what does the work look like? Like in, on a time front, like daily, what, what should someone kind of expect to really commit to? Well, it all depends on what, they're trying to overcome. Right. Um, but you know, it's, it's really, you know, I tell people just start to notice your way of thinking, just start to notice the thoughts that are going through your head because those thoughts are going to contribute to your feelings and, you know, your emotional reactions. But then the other thing is you also have to look at how, what, what's in your environment, what are you surrounded Mm -hmm. by in your environment? Because that's kind of key. You know, the, um, I love Dr. Bruce Lipton's work in epigenetics that shows that, you know, it's really our environment that contributes to um, our way of being. Yeah, yeah, we, I talk about that a lot is, you know, environment really shapes us. So because obviously, you could do a lot of the work on, on your childhood on 
maybe some trauma, past experiences, but if you're living constantly in a toxic environment or if you're just trying to do something as simple as just improve your diet, you know, but your kitchen is got, you know, biscuit tins out and, Mm -hmm. you know, alcohol and there's, there's no like fruit bowls or anything healthy available it's just full of cupboards of processed foods then no surprise you can do all of the personal development work in the world and work on your past limiting beliefs but if you're not walking into a kitchen that's got you know a fresh jug of water or a fruit bowl or some you know easy to make healthy foods then you're probably not going to eat a healthy diet absolutely that's why even as a parent you know i i won't buy like candy or cookies, I don't buy them so that they're not in my pantry to be able to reach for. Yeah. And I've trained, I've trained myself to shop in, you know, the produce department. And I don't go down some of the aisles because it's junk and my body doesn't need that junk. And that again, that takes a reprogramming. So the people in your household also will have to be on board. Like if, if you're trying to change as one person, you have four other people in your household that are still eating junk food or drinking around you. Well, that's going to trigger your subconscious program to say, Hey, I want that. And that, Hey, I want that thought signals hormones and chemicals into your body that says, I, now I really need it. Yeah. Does that make sense? So Yeah, yeah. And also you've got the social element there. That, I mean, that is a big problem that many people have is, is that, well, my, my partner has this or my family has this. Um, and having, you know, because let's face it, that, you know, that different family members may have different goals. Mm-hmm. So there are certain foods that maybe some members, you know, even if they're more what we would class as treat foods, they can maybe get away with having them more than than someone else how, how would you go about helping someone work that out you know it's it's communication effective communication empathy and understanding getting the other people in your household together and you know being honest and vulnerable and say hey i'm looking to make a change in my lifestyle in order for me to do that i can't see whatever it is that i really want So if you guys are walking around eating cookies and cakes and ice cream, and I'm trying to lose weight, maybe you could be really awesome and not have that stuff around me. Go hide it in your bedroom. If you want to eat it, eat it in your bedroom, but try to help me out. Like be there to support me through this journey. Mm. And in you making that conscious effort to improve, that energy will also carry over to your family members. So they might say, oh, maybe I don't want to eat this today. I'm going to try to help out mom or dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's 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 having that honest, effective communication, which is is sometimes not easy for people. So it's it's kind of stepping outside that comfort zone, which we get stuck in our comfort zones. And that's the daily mundane stuff. So it's just taking that action, having that conversation or you know, putting down roles that says, I'm not going to have this stuff in the house. I think, I think actually nutrition is probably not a bad one when it comes to making small first steps, going back to like talking about the programming and and getting out the matrix. And, you know, ultimately many people are, are unaware of just what they are capable of doing if they make certain changes in their life. Right. And, 
and that and the good thing about something like nutrition is it can happen very quickly you can get mm -hmm. quite a quick win i had a coaching call with one of our own clients today and you know he was drinking coca-cola and fizzy fizzy drinks two or three a day and i just shared with him a brand that i use um that that's just water it's just fizzy water but they uh, it's just a great brand and they they basically use leftover um, vegetables and fruits to mm -hmm. have flavored water and he loves it and he's got like stacks of them now and there's zero calories there's zero sweeteners it's all natural flavorings and it's just a complete game changer for him and he's you know so he's saving himself like two or three hundred calories a day but he's also not getting all of the the, the nastiness that you get from all of those fizzy drinks um and so already, you know, that we're starting to reprogram the way that he's thinking about food, but that works as a good simile to what can be done at a higher level if you're looking at how you approach your career or what your purpose is or how you approach your relationships. And, you know, these, these they seem like fairly small things, small changes, but it's that compound effect, isn't it? That when you apply them over and over again each day, and see massive transformations and that that's what successful people people that you know you might look at and say oh you know they have it all well it takes daily work it takes consistent baby steps and that's what i tell my clients it's like okay i have this dream i want to leave my job and start my business or i want to find the love of my life or whatever it is okay great and it seems like such a big gap to try to jump this gap. Don't look at it like that. It's, it's baby steps. What's one thing I can do today? All right, I'm not gonna drink that soda today. Okay, I'm not gonna eat that bag of chips today. Great, do that every single day, okay? And then it's like you can climb the mountain or, or navigate that gap so much quicker if you just do one baby thing every single day and it'll get you to the result way faster than you could ever fathom. But what we don't realize is if you give it to God or the universe and really set your intentions clearly of what you want, there's certain things that will happen um, that you couldn't even fathom how. So I like to tell my clients, put the how on hold. Okay. And just take an action step, make sure you know what you want and, and, you know, you have to vibrate or exude the energy of that person. So if you want to be healthy, you start visualizing yourself being healthy. You start acting healthy, making healthy choices, doing that run. You know, I, I try to do a hundred sit-ups every day that seems like a lot maybe to some people, but if you just do it every day, it just becomes a routine. Okay. I'm done. Boom. Move on. Right. It's just those little things. Yeah. Well, it's like you were saying, you talked about conditioning earlier, but obviously you've got poor conditioning, but uh, if you're doing, you know, a hundred steps a day or you build that up, you know, that's conditioning in a good sense. I mean, we do conditioning in every single session at LPT as well. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's can get in the body conditioned in the way that you want it to be. Yes. Absolutely. And my, I have a 15 year old son who, you know, a year ago he was eating junk food and all kinds of crap, you know, had acne and different things. And he started watching, um, weightlifting bodybuilding videos on YouTube. He's been going to the gym. He is 
like I could take a before and after and you'd be like, wow. And he has been dedicated to just positive mindset. You know, he says, I'm not in the matrix, like a 15 year old saying all these other kids, they're, they're doing drugs, they're drinking, they're partying, they're hanging out with girls. He's at home, like listening to motivational videos. And then he goes to the gym every single day has his routine in the morning. I mean, it's incredible. I'm like, Oh, Mm. thank you, God. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It's funny though. You can kind of like, it's interesting that he's, that's great that to hear that he's had that kind of almost like awakening, I guess. Mm -hmm. Once you go down, once you have that, and then you start to see the world, like, you know, through a different screen, through a different perspective, and you can see the patterns, can't you? You can see you just almost look around you sometimes and you think, oh, wow, this is what's going on. You can almost just like see everything, all of the cogs turning and, and then, you know, just enables you to make the better decisions in the moment. And also it helps you when you are in a situation or an environment, going back to environments, when you know you're in a position where the environment is quite conducive to going back into that matrix yes. and you, you know, just, not to burn yourself basically you know how to navigate it better you know and because again i was having this conversation with that same client today he was saying well i've got a holiday coming up soon which is one of the reasons he started the program but one of the things that we teach is hence our name is lifestyle transformations is making it a lifestyle approach because you know whether the goal is just health or weight loss or fitness there's always going to be a holiday. There's always going to be an Easter holiday. There's always going to be a wedding to, you know, there's always going to be Christmas time. There's always going to be times when you're going to be challenged in terms of eating decent foods with social occasions. So the question is not like, am I I on or am I off? It's just like, how am I seeing this? What, What lens have I got on with this whole approach? Yes. And what's the, the higher picture of, of where I want to be? And that's, that's like simplified, right? Because we, we both know that what we're talking about here is, is not an easy thing to do, which comes back to what you were saying. It's a, you know, and, and like you said about the successful people that we see, the chances are they're working on this every day. Every day. You know? And I, I'm, you know, I teach this stuff, I coach this stuff, but I can, I can be completely transparent and share with everyone that I have exactly the same struggles that all everyone listening has. Me too. You know, those temptations, yep. you know, I, I do in, enjoy, I, I do enjoy a glass of wine. I do enjoy the, the odd treat. And, but I, I've got much better at sort of, I don't like the, the term saying no, because I think that gives the wrong impression, but better at knowing what's right for me what you know where my limits are when things are going beyond where i want them to be in terms of how they fit in with my overall goals mm-hmm. um and that that comes from just working on yourself and like knowing yourself knowing how do i want to feel the next day how do i want my energy levels to be if i'm playing with my little boy on a saturday do i want to wake up feeling groggy from drinking too much wine on a friday night hell no mm-hmm. you know so it's and it's is constantly reviewing your goals. I think when you say goals to most people, you know, they're thinking about like their new year's resolutions or their, their big goal of that year. You can have a goal of just having a great day with family or, you know, a really 
whatever your small goals are, but that will help you make decisions in the moment, right? Yeah, and you can set your intention for the day. You know, I, mm. I teach clients, it's a dream builder program. So it, whatever dream you want, you can have, okay? We just have to overcome the conditions and limitations. And it's the same way for a business too. It's like your vision, your mission statement. What, where, what is the true north for you? Okay, where is it that you really wanna go? Speak it every single day. Write it down every single day. What's that doing? That's, that's reminding your subconscious program. And it's actually activating your reticular activating system to start looking for those things in your world. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to set a vision and then also have an intention set for your day. So when you wake up in the morning, you can wake up and say, I'm so happy and grateful for these things. Okay. Cause that raises your vibration, but then you can also set your intention of what are you trying to accomplish today? What are those goals? And you do that when you speak something out loud, it also, you hear it auditorily. Like there's so many different things that you could do but that's the science behind why this stuff works. So continue to repeat it, talk to other people about it. Just the more you talk um, about it, the more you'll see it and you'll follow through on it. Um, but it's, it's, it's that daily, every single day you have to, I coach yeah. myself more than I coach my clients. I coach myself daily. Like I have a very overactive mind and I stress and I worry, but I also understand how to become an observer of my thoughts and stop and pause so that I can bring my energy back into alignment with my vision, with my true North, so that I can then be a more conscious uh, person. I'm not walking through life on autopilot. I'm trying to awaken to make the right choices that align with my vision or my goal. Yeah, and 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 unfortunately, a lot of people for a lot of people that's too much hard work, and and what happens often, too often, it upsets me is they leave it to the point where they have that big wake up call, whether it's they've been diagnosed with a serious disease or they've you know they've got diabetes or you know whatever death, in, disease in, or divorce. That's my disease, I say. I say the wake up call comes with the three D's death, disease, or divorce. Usually I'll give you some kind of wake up call. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not funny, but it's true. No, no. Well, hopefully. Yeah. So what can people do to avoid apart from just taking action? Like it's one of those things that frustrates me as a coach so much as I, I can see the future. If someone isn't going to take action, um, mm -hmm. particularly when they say things like, oh, well, it's just not the right time now. I'm like, well, when the wake-up call comes, that will be w way too late. So the time is now. The time's always right now. Um, what would you say to those people? You know, we are here to evolve um, in our life. And sometimes people aren't ready. And so they'll, they'll continue to manifest the same type of stories until they become ready. Um, so, you know, there's nothing that you can really say that's going to change their mind. It has to come from them. It's their will. So within you, you know, from, from your will, your soul, your spiritual perspective, do you want to change? 
You know, if, if you want to change, you can, but it's going to take them, you know, wanting, it's kind of like they say, um, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Right. So you have to be ready in yourself. Um, and then surround yourself with people that are going to help you support you, hold you accountable. It's kind of building that community. Um, but, you know, we'll get results. If, if we continue to live another day or 365 days, you're going to continue to get results in life. It's up to you if you want and have the will to make your results better because life isn't, tomorrow isn't promised to any of us. Life is short. And that's mm. unfortunately what the wake up call delivers to us is this perspective that it can be gone tomorrow. So I want to live happy and lovely. <laughs> I just want to live happy. I want to suck the marrow out of life. And, mm. you know, that's, that's what it takes. The thing I've noticed is more in recent years is, is there's, a, there's a blame thing that happens that where people don't want to take responsibility for their actions or where they're at, that they want to. It, would you say society has been sort of forged us a little bit into believing that there's a solution outside of us and that's partly why we tend to want to blame everyone else rather than taking ownership of of our own actions yeah a hundred percent like we have the egoic lens of um you know it's it's judgment it's criticism it's you know it's this person's fault but what we don't realize is the screen is just a reflection and we live in a holographic universe. So what we see through our screen is what we get. You can clean your screen. You can get behind in your subconscious programming and wipe that screen clear so that you can see a better way, or you can see that path. And, and that's all in that programming. That's why I dove down the rabbit hole. <laughs> mm. Like I was a very highly successful career woman. And I was like, okay, I'm quitting and I'm going to study neuroscience and quantum physics. Cause this stuff needs to be taught to kids. Like we're passing these faulty programs down generation after generation. And it comes from our kids, you know, or I mean, our parents and our grandparents, and this is the way that it is. And not only is it, it's the micro level conditioning from your parents and caretakers, but it's the macro level conditioning as well. Society, right? It's like the instant gratification and, mm. oh, you have to be beautiful. That's mm. bull crap. Right. And, and I write that in the book. I say, if everybody had their clothes off and we all walked around stark naked, what would you see the beauty or the ugly? And it depends on your lens. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at time. This is um, this has been a really good um, episode. <laughs> I really enjoyed this, Carrie. Uh, Me too. Any Thank last you. words of wisdom for people that wanting to master the life, make a transformation, or at least a, a very kind of micro level, just get started? All change starts with you. You can't change anyone else. You cannot blame anyone else for the results of your life. Everything starts with you. It starts with your mindset. It starts with your way of thinking and how you act. So just 
trust me, trust Matt and everybody else who is teaching this, that you can connect to your power. It's inside. The solution is not outside of you. It's in here, in, in your heart, in your soul. Go deep down into that higher self and identify what it is you want. What is it you truly want out of life? And you can get it. You can have it. You can live that every single day. But you have to overcome the subconscious programming of, of what's going on in your mind and body right now in order to do that. And you can do it. It takes work. But and that's a big you part build- of that is obviously recognizing if people are living behind that screen, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's awareness. Everything in life, that's what I think all the spiritual teachers try to teach you is that wake-up call or, or that awakening to become aware. Yeah, and obviously you know, your book teaches people to do that, correct? Yes, I use, um, I tell very real raw stories of my personal life experiences, the effects of divorce, um, racism, family abandonment, drug and alcohol abuse, single parenting. I've been through a lot of stuff and that's wow. why I wrote the book behind the screen because I think that we need to let down our walls, share our truth, open mm. up and be vulnerable because when you do that, you become open to infinite opportunities and possibilities that the universe is providing. Um, and then you can shift the trajectory of your life. So I use my personal life stories to teach this system of transformation that you can apply to your life. And in the back of the book, there's a bonus journal. So it, it, it actually, it's, it's like a whole system in just the book. Um, so it's available on Amazon. If you just go to Amazon behind the screen by Carrie Schmidt, um, I'd love it for people to get the book, read it, leave me a review. Yeah, definitely. We'll go get that book guys. And, you know, uh, I definitely go check it out. It sounds amazing. And for anyone, obviously we, we've just been through one hell of a couple of years. I think there's lots of people, you know, going through lots of, um, mental health challenges right now, whether it's depression, anxiety, and, I think all of the concepts that we've discussed in this episode are only going to help and add value to someone's life. So if you haven't gone into this work before, guys, get stuck in, start changing yourself, start changing your life. And, um, and thanks so much, Carrie, for your time today. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a One great- last question I always have. Um, obviously, the name of this podcast is Mastering You. What does mastering you mean to you, Carrie? Um, I would say it's it's mastering my awareness and my uh, perspective of life and really trying to shift my perspective to see life through the lens of love versus fear. Perfect. Perfect way to end. Thanks so much, Carrie. Thank you. much for tuning into today's show hope you enjoyed it if you did all i would ask is to head on over to apple podcast or spotify whatever you're listening to this from and just pop us a five star rating that is what is going to help us keep this show going and keep delivering awesome content to you If you'd love to connect with me personally, if you'd like me to help you with your own path to self-mastery, then you can get me on any of our social media channels, all of which are in the show notes on Facebook, Instagram, etc. 
Best place to get me though personally is in our Mastering You Facebook group. Okay, so head on over to the show notes for that link. Come and say hi if I can help you with any way with your fitness, your mindset, your health, wellness goals. I sure will. Until then, take care.